0: Hi, I'm Lauren Maxwell, and this is the audio version of We're All Friends Here. Welcome back. This week is a little bit different in my life, and therefore a little bit different here on the audio essay podcast for We're All Friends Here. I am recording this on my phone without my usual nice insulated space without my usual microphone, (laughs) without my usual laptop, Um, recording this on my phone from a hotel in Bethesda, Maryland, where my family has stopped to pause uh, in the middle of a long drive to Connecticut. And I anticipate the next few days being a flurry of moving activities and unpacking and settling With things going in dozens of different directions, so instead of pushing myself to create the same style of episode that I usually create, I am taking this moment I have right now to read this week's essay to you, so thank you for being here. And yeah, this week I wrote a little piece called, What If Love Is The Answer?, And it's about a pathway to saving ourselves that, in my mind, actually makes sense. So yeah, let's get started. We have been spinning and spinning this year in a way that feels like I imagine it might feel to spend many years carving a top, making it functional, making it attractive, adding intricate little flourishes in the wood. And then one day after realizing it is finally ready to twirl, you wind it up, let it go and watch it take on a life of its own. Once we realized how tired we were after all that carving and all that spinning, we found a little window to unspin ourselves, which meant sitting by the water and doing nothing or reading scandalous stories in Vanity Fair about Grey's Anatomy writers gone wild, and then discussing them just because we can. We went to South Beach where we had the best food we have had in ages, got blown away by local jazz, and chatted with the full moon between palm trees. It was rejuvenating and relaxing and all manner of delightful. It felt necessary Any opportunity to prioritize delight is a privilege. There is no question about that. But this experience has me wondering, what would the world look like if we considered delight our birthright? Not a nice to have, or something you might earn if you just work hard enough, but a fundamental birthright for everyone. Oxford defines birthright as, a thing that somebody has a right to because it is a basic right Of all humans. In her recent conversation with Krista Tippett, which I've linked, marine biologist Ayanna Elizabeth Johnson asks one question about the many crises we are facing in this chapter, especially as it relates to preserving our planet and oceans. The question is simple yet full of possibility. She asks, What if we get this right? Johnson's story began with falling head over heels for coral reefs on a glass bottom boat at age five in Key West. And as a result, she insists that any viable approach to solving these big pressing issues of our time must center delight. She believes that if we pay more attention and offer care intentionally to the things we love, then we can find a way to implement the many solutions we already have at our disposal. However straightforward it seems, it is a big question that Johnson is asking and a welcome antidote to the doom and gloom narratives shaping the 20s. It is refreshing to realize that behind all the data, behind all the science, behind all the money, behind all the greed. The answer is simple, and the answer is love. This is something worth considering even as we prioritize personal delight in its many summertime shapes and sizes. We know personal delight is a pathway to survival and a means of resistance. Maybe it works the same way on a broader scale. So, What do you love most? How can we protect it? Thank you so much for listening, as always. I also reminded readers this week that last week was my annual pledge drive. And in case you missed it, I wanted to mention it again. Once a year on We're All Friends Here, I ask for sponsorship, and I went into great detail last week about why I asked for sponsorship and what it means to me and to this publication. I'd love for you to listen to that if it interests you. But put simply, becoming a sponsor helps keep this publication free for everyone, compensates me for my time and energy on this labor of love, and keeps the content free of spammy and ad-driven material that's usually used to attract attention on the internet. So the link will be in the show notes if you're interested in becoming a sponsor this year. Thank you so much for reading, for listening, and for your contributions. As always, if you enjoy these weekly audio essays, please consider helping us grow by sending one to a friend giving us a five-star rating in your podcast app or sending them to find more at laurenmaxwell.substack.com Take care out there.